You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today I'm sharing how to measure your customer's experience. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I hope your holiday season has gotten off to a festive start. My twins were home for a couple weeks during the Thanksgiving holiday, and I just loved all of us being together again. My husband and I visit each one separate because they both live in two different states. So it's very rare that the four of us are all together nowadays. So I am definitely cherishing these moments and these times more than ever. Now, today is all about measuring your customer's experience. And as we all know, it's cheaper to retain a customer than it is to acquire a new one. And in order for us to keep our retention rates high, it's important for us to create this whole wow experience for them. Because a great customer experience can lead to repeat business and referrals. Now, in order to measure your customer's experience, there are a variety of ways and metrics necessary that you can do both internally and externally. You wanna start by looking at the entire customer journey from where they just get to know who you are all the way through the transformation. So how are they finding you? Do they have a positive experience or a positive reaction to your advertising or your marketing efforts? When they land on the website, or your socials, how easy is it for them to opt into something or to figure out what the heck it is you do, right? What is the ease um, or even time of using your products or your services? Are they getting quick responses from your team? Are they even getting results in the program? Are they even finishing your program? All right, so these are all kinds of things we wanna be looking at your customer journey. Now, surveys are one of the many ways to measure your customer experience. You may send out surveys after a customer makes a purchase or interacts with your support team. You might survey clients for feedback on a new product or service. You want to just be engaging with customers through surveys that can help you get an idea of where your business's strengths are and where the areas that you can improve. And I know you might be saying like, duh, like Avi, right? Well, how many of us are actually sending out surveys? And what kind of questions are in those surveys? Are you really truly open to hearing the good, the bad, the ugly, right, about your survey? Or are you keeping it kind of surface where you're like, okay, we're just going to score good all the time. It's like, how much do you want to improve based on these surveys? Right. So that's a tough question that sometimes we need to ask ourselves. But it's really vital for our success because the more happy customers, like just like that saying, happy wife, happy life. Think of it as your customer. Now, Creating customer journey maps is another way to measure your customer experience. This process tracks a customer's interactions with a business and can help you pinpoint why a customer doesn't follow through with a sale, or I should say why a prospect doesn't follow through with a sale, or possibly chooses one product over one of your other offers, right? So maybe they picked a DIY versus a coaching. So this will help you identify the points of friction based on the customer's actions and emotions. So now some of the metrics that we're going to go over, you may not be tracking, and that's okay. 
And as you're planning out your 2023, or whenever you happen to be listening to this episode, when you're planning out that next quarter, look at, consider adding, <laughs> look at your customer fulfillment and consider adding one of these to your KPIs, okay? Just don't feel that you need to start all of them like right now, all right? Let's dive in. The first one is your customer satisfaction score. Now, this is one of the most straightforward ways of measuring your customer experience. While we typically use this metric, it can also give you an idea of your customer experience. So consider support interactions are one of the major components. It's a simple survey that gauges how a client is satisfied following the interaction with your business. So I'm sure you've been on something where you uh, like online and then there's like a chat at the bottom and you have this whole live chat and then pops up the survey like, did this, you know, did your question get answered? And then it's either an emoji or like one, two, three, four, five or something like that where you're rating that conversation. That's exactly what this is about. So how are they going to rank your customer service team or your customer success team, whatever you're calling it, based on how helpful that they were, were they able to provide a solution, right? Even if they're like, hold on, let me get back to you. What was that response time, right? Another thing to consider is that after a client purchases a product or service, you can actually ask, well, how satisfied are they? Just like we talked about earlier, how was the ease of onboarding? Did you like the onboarding? You can break these services up. I'm sorry, the surveys up throughout their journey within the program right? There's all kinds of ways that you can do this. So let your wheels turn. And then you can even do like, I always look at it as a marketing perspective <laughs> is I look at it like this. If I'm on a webinar, like I'm looking at certain metrics during the webinar, how long someone, you know, stays on, where are they dropping off? Are they clicking? Are they buying? Are they booking that call? Right? So think of it the same way. How are you going to get that customer to complete the course or to complete the program? Because we all know people drop out, they, maybe they feel behind, they get on a call, everybody else is making all kinds of money or making all these things and they feel behind and they really need that little extra TLC, right? You're noticing they're not there. Are you reaching out to them? There's all kinds of ways. You look at whatever product or service that you have and kind of figure out what little milestones or touch points that you can throw in there to reach out to your customers, right? Number two is your net promoter score. This is one of the main methods to measure your customer experience. Your net promoter score will let you know the percentage of customers that love you, they're neutral, or they're just really not a fan of your brand. Cut and dry, right? Number three, customer effort score. Customers want simple. Your landing pages, your websites, members areas, they should all be easy to navigate. Your support team should be easy to contact. You can use this customer effort score survey to allow customers to rank an interaction with the company or its products and services as easy, neutral, or difficult. Number four, your customer lifetime value. So this is one of the things that maybe you want to put later, especially if you're new to the game or you haven't been tracking. It might take you a minute to kind of gather the information, but this should definitely, definitely be something that you should be looking to track, okay? Now, what the customer lifetime value tells you is how much one customer has bought in a business in their one relationship. So in other words, how much are is that customer worth to the business? 
So the calculation also takes into account is how much a business is spending to keep a customer, right? So this kind of goes into what I touched base on before. It's cheaper to retain a customer than it is to acquire a new one. So how much are, you know, how much did it cost to acquire? Fine. But then how much are you making off that customer over their lifetime? Number five is your customer churn rate. Now, this is the percentage of your customers who cancel or don't renew during a given period of time. While churn is really inevitable, it's still important that you learn why or the reason that they're leaving so you can reduce that churn rate. Number six, your customer retention rate, which is the total opposite of <laughs> the churn rate, right? It measures how many customers um, a business retains over a, a specific period of time and then helps you determine the customer loyalty. Number seven, your customer support ticket trends. Take a look at your customer support tickets to identify trends impacting the customer experience. So are there recurring issues that maybe cause pain for your customers? Are there repetitive questions? Is there a way to identify that they have a new problem so possibly create a new solution for them? And if so, you might decide you need to create a clear instruction. Maybe there are certain product tweaks you need to make um, because of all the trends that you have identified. So I highly encourage you to consider to start measuring your customer experience so you can make the necessary business improvements to retain more clients and generate more revenue. This is huge, huge, huge. And just by doing and implementing some of these things, you are going to see just a different trend, a different way your business goes, and it almost becomes more fun and easy. You don't want to be one of these businesses that it's just like, buy from me, buy from me, and you're all so nice. And then once they buy, it's like, hey, you ghost them, right? Where did they go? You don't want to be one of those people. You're in it for the long game. So make sure you put this into play. I appreciate you so much for being here with me today. And cheers to wowing your customers. Until next time, let's grow your business together. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world, and every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. wait before you go you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable one that is predictable and scalable but it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore 
Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke, more leads is not the only way to scale, and the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now and I will see you live inside the training.